welcome to another edition of the Three and Out Football Podcast. We are your hosts. He's Mitch Kays. I'm Matt Boyle. We are breaking down the games of the week, each and every game, each and every week, going head to head. Man, we love this competition, but we're also touching on fantasy. We're touching on locks of the week, and we end it off with a three-game parlay, and we are out. That is the name of the game here. With that being said, I bring in my partner for the next 30, maybe 45. Mitch, how you doing? I'll do it very well, man. How about yourself? Excited to get this week on. Got a little bit of uh, ours whooping last week, so looking to get right here. Yeah, look, humbling, there is no other way to say it. But look, whether you are an amateur or you are a pro analyst being paid six figures to cover this league, it'll humble you. There's no question about that. And last week, it did exactly that to, you know, the best of us and the worst of us. Amen. Start fresh. Let's see what we got, right? Yeah, look, you build the confidence a little bit more with your betting, with your selections as the season progresses, obviously. Week one, you want to play it a little bit safer. And that actually what kind of that's what came back to bite us uh, in the rear end. I mean, yep. not not rolling with our gut, trying to play it a little bit too safe. And um, a few of those games, I mean. This is this is why this is why we love this league, man. There's no question about that. So I mean, maybe uh, maybe we'll be a little bit more on point this week. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the gut, man. I, I we were talking up some of the teams last week, and we were saying how some of these could have been upsets, but we were just erring on the side of caution. And this is the NFL, folks. Um, I heard university coach say today that anytime you are changing that opponent you are going to lose a game. You play that game to win, and you play that game to be going now, moving forward. Hey, well said. No question about that. And another thing, you know, you really need to go with who you think is going to win, not who you want to win, right? Want, so yes. you, you do really need to kind of sometimes leave the emotions out of it and then sometimes bring it in. So it's a battle between the head and the heart. With that being said, let's get right into it. And I'm going to let you lead off on this one. I, I might copy your homework here because I am struggling, I don't mind saying, between these Panthers and Giants, two teams that came on slow, to say the least, last week, both in their respective games, very slow, might I add, uh, and, and and pulled it together a little bit uh, a little bit near the end. They both looked a little bit better, uh, whether it be Baker or it be Danny Dimes. Uh, they both didn't quite look as bad as I thought they were gonna. They were gonna look, but this is a one and a half point courtesy favor to the Giants playing at home. Mitch, who you got in this one? Yeah, and this one, this one's gonna bite me in the arse. I'm sure. Um, I kind of rolled with them last week. I thought that they were gonna be able to upset the Browns, which was shame on me. I think every time we gambled last year, we went against the Browns and made us pay. So right. I think I should I should learn that moving forward, regardless. But. Um, Giants pulled off something that no one believed. Panthers game came late as well. You know, it was field goal at the end to decide it. It was very close. I think that maybe, you know, maybe late in the season, Cleveland winds up being a little bit better than Tennessee, but we'll see. Um, I think that Panthers are a little bit more of a complete team early on than the Giants. Man, Saquon showed that he's back. If the Panthers can't, but I'm going to give the slightest edge to Carolina. We are going to differ there, my friend. I, I am not peeking over your shoulder. I'm not going to copy on that one. I, I am going to roll with the Giants at home. 
My goodness, man. Brian Dable, he must be feeling good. He's literally the the talk of the team this week. He's the talk in the city. Yeah, of course, people are talking about Saquon as well. My goodness, he if he is healthy and if he's playing that way, you know, we're going to roll a little faster this week. We could talk about this game for quite a while. I mean, but let's 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 just sum it up with Saquon at the end there. I mean, they, they could have had him down and, and for him to reach the end zone. But let's let's give it to Dayball. I mean, you don't look you don't look good at all if you don't get that two point conversion. But Amen. to be that gutsy to go for it, Saquon looking good, Danny looking good and that defense, the receivers, I mean. You, you kind of got to like this Giants team after last week. And, of course, nobody gave them gave them the shot. So, look, I'm going to roll with the home team here. I, I just – I like this new coach. And I like how Saquon's looking. I, I, I really do. But this is a coin flip game. You may as well just call this one a pick em. Uh It could go either way. But I'm glad we're different right off the hop. Yeah, and if we were picking ties, maybe this is one we would be sliding in there. But, uh, yeah, just the slight edge of the Panthers and not – not disputing any of the things you brought up. Love the bull, love Saquon. And I mean, Dimes is, you know, he's looking a little bit more promising. But like you said, they were both slow starting. Um, that, that's all I got to say, man. I'm excited to see what this game brings. Another tough one. I'm going to let you lead off on this one as well, too. I might be purposely going against you just to just to spice things D1. up. Or, yep. or, or I've already got my picks written down in front of me. I'll, I'll leave that one up to you to decide. But New England, Pittsburgh, they're going with the two and a half point favorites here uh, with with the Patriots. To be honest, I'm not sure why. Um, Mac Jones should be good. Uh, is going to be good to go. That back yep. one can only uh, one can only wonder what they're giving him probably before the game to get him good because those back spasms can can definitely uh, linger. He's definitely not fully healthy. On the other side. We got Najee Harris. He is going to go. Uh, and that's why I'm going to give it to the Steelers here. Not just because of them running the ball. Because, I, hey, I didn't say they were going to win last week, but I did say this is going to be an exciting game. It's going to be close. I had a feeling about those Steelers. That was the one that I, I didn't go with my gut. I had to roll with the Bengals, rightfully so, almost getting the job done all the way to the end of end of the season last year, right? They, they were that close. So I would say 90-something percent of everybody rolled with since he, I was feeling Steelers last week, man. It is a bang them up uh, divisional matchup, and I like them. I like the grit. I like what they did last week. I'm concerned, but then again, that Patriots D, uh, they they are going to get after Trubisky. They are, and we're going to see exactly kind of what he's made of. I think this is a big test for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm for all those same reasons. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Pittsburgh on this one. Um, I think that their defense was. Deller last week, building off of last year, they were able to support Ben, not make him do too much. Um, I know they've had some losses. Obviously, w- whether we need to mention that it's Watt, whether we need to mention that you know up front they had some issues as well, just injuries. Um, I don't, I don't know, right? I'm hoping that their defense will still be a difference makers. But with that caveat being said, I don't know that they're going to need all that much against New England. Not to throw any shade on them. I know Bill Belichick's wonderful. Um, but should Mac be a little bit more dinged up than they're letting on and maybe he's not able to finish the game, um, what we're looking at, Hoyer doing this thing, like, you know I mean, they've got a great running game. They do have a good defense. Uh, I mean, Tomlin's, Tomlin's done good over there. They haven't put the respect on his name either. So I think early on in the season with a little bit of momentum and just throwing a little bit of praise on that Steelers defense, I think they'll edge this one out. 
Yeah, and, and that was the only thing I, I didn't mention because I knew you were going to jump right in there on that defense. T.J. Watt being out with that pack, that that is a bit of a determining factor. I mean, if yep. he was in, I would be pretty confident um, with Pittsburgh getting that W. With Watt out, it's going to make for a very, uh, very interesting game, but we're both going to roll with the Steelers on that one. Hey, th- this is pretty close to a coin flip as well, too. I wouldn't quite rule out those Patriots. You can't ever rule out the Patriots, ever. I don't think it would be appropriate. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. Rolling on to a very exciting, exciting game. Are the Saints going to be able to continue to be undefeated against Brady as a Buccaneer? What is he, 4-0, 5-0? Must be 4-0 now uh, in the last two years, right, with uh, with with Brady as a Buck. Uh, they've played each other four times, and he is yet to win. I like Jameis. I like what he did. Obviously, Kamara's still battling some injuries. Um, he's obviously not healthy. He might not even go. Uh, I don't know if you have the, the update on that, but um, they're definitely not looking all too healthy. But Michael Thomas looking better. Jameis Winston looking better. Um, I like these Saints. I'm going to roll with them. They are yet to lose, uh, and they are Brady's kryptonite. This is a beautiful divisional matchup, and this win, hey, as we say, right, a divisional win technically counts for two, you could say, at least some of these players, right? Burrow was just quoted saying that a couple weeks ago, and I, I really I really do like that. Uh, it, it counts as two, or at least you want to you make it feel that way. This is huge. These are tie-break scenarios, and, uh, and I believe the Saints could actually make a run for this division this year, and this win would uh, get that kick started. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think that for all the pieces you mentioned, that they're in contention – um, and for the statistics, there's no reason why the, the Buccaneers should win this game. I just have to go with my gut here. Tom Brady is a better quarterback. I think that they're being coached. I love Dennis Allen. I love what he's going to do with that. I think they're better coached in Tampa Bay. Um, and I just think that they're – I know their O-line's in trouble and they're dealing with some issues, but I think that they're deeper. I think that they're just a little bit healthier at this point. And obviously, I think it's weighing on them. I think they're mad. I think not being able to have a win, I think they're going to go in – you know, maybe everyone's giving Tom a little bit more shade this year because of that little unretirement and stuff. I think they're going to go in with the chip on the shoulder here and uh, look to make a statement in this divisional game. Kamara is dealing with a rib injury, which is always sensitive. Um, so they're saying that it's still questionable. Uh, but even Ingram, his backup, is a little dinged up as well. So we'd be looking at a, a lot of Tony Jones. or So it's just, I'm just not quite sure. I like Taysom. I think he'll get some wrestling touches, uh, but they're even saying Winston's a little dinged up in his shoulder. So it's just like I'm just a little nervous because I see all those, and it could just be face, but it's just a lot of tentatives on there before a game against very good Buccaneers. Chris Godwin, out. All right, Mike Evans now dealing with a calf, questionable. We got yep. Julio Jones. He's been inactive all week with these guys, right? Is he going to be able to go when he's getting old? Brashad Perriman. Also questionable. Leonard Fournette dealing with a leg injury. Russell Gage dealing with a leg injury. This is enough to tell me, without even looking at how it's been going between the Bucks and the Saints. Not to mention, hey, can we even talk about this Bucks uh, offensive line? What is that second, third string guys? Other I don't than the, like it. I other don't than like the it one bit. Line. I know. Other than the offensive line, though, almost every single person that you named on that list was a free agent acquisition. So I'm not disagreeing with you. 
I'm just, if we're talking about genuine impact, because I think Julio did make an impact last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just thinking that they'll be able to ride with some of their existing pieces a little bit better than maybe New Orleans will without Thor, without theirs. That was kind of my, my thoughts on that. Fair enough. I, I mean, I did mention Godwin and Evans and Fournette, but I, I, I like I like the cut of your jib going on that one. That Evans t- will play. Evans will play, and I think that Fournette, whether you know, what I mean, he gives it his all. He's going to play too. And again, Godwin, not like he hasn't been contributing mega when he's in, but he has dealt with some health injuries in the past, so not always been available for them. Right? They've had Brown at their disposal and stuff like that. So it's always been a myriad of folks, and I think that's what they'll use this week. Tom will get it done. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going against you, but I'm with you. All those are all very, (laughs) very, very valid points, as always. You got the stats. We're moving on to the Jets and the Browns. Look, I mean, Jacoby, okay, look, I don't don't mind these Browns, actually. And and I don't mind, look, he he could have easily been pulled last week, of course. Jacoby ended up actually kind of pulling it together, uh, and that was enough to squeeze out that win by two. I don't even think we need to talk about anything on that offense except for oh, those beautiful two running backs. I think that's going to be enough to get the job done this week. But look, we you know I like like the Jets' weapons. I do. I think they've got a couple great receivers, a couple great backs, a rookie back. And that defense, you they won them a couple games. I mean, I, 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 I do believe they're going to win a few this year at least three or four games. I mean, I do not think that they are uh, uh, the bottom two, bottom five maybe, but but I think the Jets can surprise you a little bit this year. Browns, not too great. Um, not even sure if they're going to cover, to be honest. Uh, I, I, I think this is going to be a little bit closer of a game than some people might think, but I'm pretty confident rolling with Cleveland this week. Yeah, and I mean, I'll go up and, and give a little apology to my man, Jacoby, because I didn't throw too much respect on his name and – he has started for a myriad of reasons for a long time in this year for a bunch of different teams. Uh, and we do forget, I guess, I guess, maybe we do forget, but a descendant of our man Belichick in New England, they shipped him out early on in his career. Uh, so of the right tutelage. This yeah, and Browns, I mean... Th- yeah, I mean, this, this Browns team is built to contend, I mean, with how they've spent, like, deep into the playoffs. They are obviously missing their starting quarterback and whatever they value, they traded away their secondary quarterback. And so what that this is their freedom they brought in for those two running backs. And because of the other elements that they've implemented, I mean, until there's they're up against opposition that proves me otherwise, like the Browns are a competitor. They're going to fight and they're going to fight until the end. So the Jets, they still don't have their starter back. I think Flacco is a great milieu sort of guy. Um, and their defense has even played better. But they showed that they were susceptible against the pass last week against Lamar. And they did do all right against the run. I don't think there was any Ravens running back over a significant amount of yards. Um, but they were also unhealthy in that front. So I think that it's going to be a different game for those Jets today. And I think the Browns should commandeer this one. Yeah, I think you're completely right. Flacco has a great winning record against this team but that is obviously as a raven and you're right no no starting even receivers and young barrios out and and uh you know 
CJ Uzama, you know, once you get your, your tight end and, and Zach Wilson in there and, and a couple more weapons, I think they'll be able to win some games. But right now, you're right. It is tough sledding for these Jets. We're moving on to, oh, man, I don't know, game of the week. It sure might be Dolphins, Ravens. Miami took it last year. I'm, I'm rolling with the Dolphins, man. Look, this is a huge, huge test for Miami. This is big time for Tua. All right, he can really show. I mean, th- th- this guy's just out there slinging. I know he had some issues early on. He has been hot, hot, hot. He is one of only two teams to be uh, to be have a winning record and uh, undefeated against Brady as well, which is which is phenomenal. I mean, but on the other side, what happened last week? Lamar stayed in the pocket for the most part, right? He was held to what fourteen yards on the ground. I don't know if he's trying to hang. I don't know if he's trying to protect his body a little bit because he didn't sign that contract. But I do believe we both love the Dolphins' defense. That front seven, I'm, I'm not sure how much they're going to actually be able to get after and penetrate that line. But I do believe if they can get some pressure and they can start to get Jackson out of that pocket and scrambling a little bit, we know that secondary is is pretty stout for the Dolphins as well. I'm, ro- I'm rolling with it, man. I'm actually really starting to like Lefty Tua. I like the way they're playing. I'm going against the spread here, and I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, we we talk very little about that capable, capable, capable Ravens offense mm. uh, just because they've been so good for so long. But for all those reasons and for more, like everything that they've invested with their receiving core in Miami, they've got a plethora of running backs to just – keep going i mean i really 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 like their defense uh, i'm i'm excited i really am i think that they played a great game one and i'm i'm on the bandwagon i like the bills too so it's challenging because that's two in the same division and anyway so that's fun i'm rolling with the dolphins but look at oh. here like it, the dolphins are going to get pressure on lamar they're going to force him out of the pocket but is that going to be a good thing for you as a defense cuz that's where Lamar's traditionally at his best too. You're right. I mean, I, hey, you know I'm you know I'm a big fan of, of of that Dolphins secondary. So I do. The big thing to me, Teron Armstead. I mean, he's still he's still dealing with the foot or the toe or whatever it is. That's that's a, that's a big X factor for me, right? You don't have Armstead in there. There's a couple of these other these other uh, uh, linemen tackles and stuff that are out. They're they're dealing with a couple other. More low-key uh, guys dealing with injuries and stuff like that, but um, that, that that's a big one for me. Um, and, and I don't know if he's he's probably not able to go yet, um, but I, I'm still rolling with the Dolphins. I'm a little surprised you are. I know you're feeling more confident about about that Ravens team so far, and, and very winnable. And a lot of people are leaning Baltimore. I don't know what it is about these Dolphins, but this would be a statement game, I would say. Dolphins, just like we talked about with the the Browns, man, and they just they have some of the pieces there. They are they're spending and they're building to win football games right now. Anything short of winning, you know, what I mean, is regarded as disappointment. And that's, I mean, I, it just by watching what was going on and hearing what I mean, it's evident by what's up with the product they're putting forth. So just like we talked about Cleveland, until they show me otherwise, until someone puts it out on them, you know, go Miami. Fair enough. Look, we got Washington at Detroit. I'm not going to say anything yet, man. I want to hear. I want to hear what you 
what you want to say about this one, okay? My uh, my answer might surprise you a little bit, but but who you got in, in this one? With the edge, just for courtesy, given to that home team Lions, favored for the first time in quite a while, many moons. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to qualify every single thing I say with the fact that the Detroit Lions are going to have a very respectable year. Um, I think that they're going to be competitive, uh, and I think that they're already a great organization just because they're building from within and all that sort of stuff. I'm just going to give the edge to to Washington here. Uh, I think they played great football last week. I think they ended up establishing and showing that their strengths last year remain. They're able to slide it in with Carson and, what, four touchdown passes? So, like, I think they've surrounded him surrounded him well, and that defense is at least going to stand up for him. So that's kind of where I'm laying. I know where you think I'm going, but but I'm actually with you. I'm going with Washington for two reasons. The better quarterback and just a better coach. Look, I love Dan Campbell, but I'm 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 going with that defensive minded Ron. You know, we love it. Even with even without uh, a couple pieces on defense. The big thing for me with Detroit, first of all, they're favored, which actually kind of makes me lean the other way, to be honest with you. But DeAndre Swift. Um, it was going to be a bit of a asterisk for me. If he was going to play, I was kind of leaning Detroit. I still am kind of leaning Detroit. Yeah. Look, looks like Swift probably is going to get some carries. I don't know what it is. And, and very winnable game. Detroit could – I would not surprise me in the least. This is a pick em game. Tight, but tight, I, tight. Yep. I'm just – man, I'm rolling with Wentz, who looks like his old former light em up self. I mean, he looked good. He did. That's what I'm saying. Four TDs. And I think this was, was this not one, two or two, three in the draft playing each other now? This is, this is, yeah, you got it. That's right. This is the one, two from 2016, which is going to be very interesting. Neither of us like golf, but, uh, but you're right. That's exactly what this is. Yeah. Can't take away from his accomplishments, whether you like him or not. No, very true. But I mean, what, what has he done in the last, you know, six years and it must, Quick little note on that. It, put yourself in his shoes. It must sting to leave, have Stafford come in, and then win the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, that it's it is one heck of a situation for uh, for Jared Goff to be in. You, you got to put yourself in his shoes and 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 kind of feel for the guy a little bit. But hey, he he makes he makes his own bed. He's got to lay in it, and he's he's still a talent. He is still a starting quarterback in this league, and uh, he can win some games. He found himself on a team after being a top-round draft pick traded away that valued him and wanted his services after some of the stuff was being said. And, like I said, with the mentality in Detroit, I don't know, man. I, I think that he could have probably wound up in much worse situations. So, all being said, you know what I mean? It's a business. He got his, like, go-get-it-golf. But, like, man, he, not too long ago, was making it, you know, mildly far enough into the playoffs with those Rams. So it's it's tricky business, right? Like, obviously, it's a, a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, but how many elite quarterbacks are there, really? Yeah, no, that's that's a very good point, no doubt. And, and uh, you know, we can touch on that quarterback thing a little bit more. Here's, here's what I want. You know, we've obviously got the two matching. Now we're going to go a little bit of a different way. Those are two guys in the same draft. Now we got old, well, older, young, lot to prove. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, as you were uh, alluding to last week, we 
saw a couple flashes of that maybe, but that was embarrassing. Look, the stats with the Colts and the Jags are not good. Colts have lost the last handful, and let's just think back to the last game of the season. Colts could have made the playoffs, uh, and what happened? They lost to the Jaguars in Jacksonville. They're back in Jacksonville again. Everything screams to pick the Jaguars here. I'm still rolling with the Colts. God help me, I'm rolling with the Colts here. This would be a great upset to pick. All of the stats say to go with the Jaguars here, okay? I just, I believe Indy is the better team. I do believe Jonathan Taylor is going to get it going. I do believe that these Colts should be a pretty good team. I don't know what is going on with these guys. Season openers and this, that, and the other thing. All the statistics are completely against these Colts, but... I still think they're the better team. I think they're going to cover at least win by three. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the Colts for they're they're a, a contender from last year. So for all we know, when and my apologies, Shaquille Leonard is back and they're at full strength. You know, what I mean, we're we have high expectations of them. I think I think that if not at least a sideways step, Matty Ice is an upgrade. Now Pittman is downgraded to out, so that's right. They didn't have much depth. That would you know? I mean, depending on how you look at that at the receivers' position, anyway. So that's obviously going to impact them. But I think Naheem Hines was like the number two target anyway over there, and he is sensational if they find a way to use him. So, like I said, I'm not sure if that's going to impact them dramatically. I'm going with the Colts because they should win this game. I have went with Jacksonville because they have been flowing against opponents and they've disappointed me. So I mm-hmm. will go with Jacksonville again once they pop someone in the jaw and it can instill some hope. But Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to see that connection. They got Christian Kirk now. I mean, they don't have too many other weapons, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing kind of that Lawrence Kirk connection a little bit more. This is a, this is a year for Lawrence to, to definitely, he's obviously, you know, he came in so huge, right? You know, obviously he was, he was the talk of the league, at least coming in. Right. Um, And since then he has not had the effect. Obviously it's a little bit tough playing for the Jags, but um, his name is not quite in in the category when we're talking about some of these other young guys, obviously like, like a Joe Burrow. Um, So this, this is a big one. You know, two is doing it right. Two is already uh, he's shown in just a game uh, that, that, you know, this guy has made improvements. So let's see what, what Trevor Lawrence can do. We need to see some improvements from him, but we need to see some improvements from all the guys around him as well, obviously. Well, and I love, I love this Jacksonville offense, and it's one of the reasons why I always get stuck picking them. I love Jones squared, Zay Jones, and uh, Jones Jr. out there, receiver. He proved in Detroit. He proved in Cincinnati, Marvin, that he can do so much with so little. So I think that their receiving core is, is great. And, I mean, I love their backs. I love Robinson. I love the young fellow that they brought in that, that, I mean, isn't getting full use yet either because he's just recovering from a full offseason. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that they have weapons. It's just, like you mentioned, still a young quarterback, a whole other new coaching regime. You know what I mean? Indianapolis, I know that they've made changes, but they've made subtle changes in at least the perception of them with the hopes of going further in the playoffs. 
Yeah, that's a good point. We're going to see how that one all pans out. We're going to speed it up a little bit here. We're approaching our 30-minute mark. Quite a few games to get through still. That's all right. We're feeling it this week. A lot of good information coming out. All right, we're just going to roll a little bit more. Not too much to say about this one. Look, I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I, I think they're going to cover as well. That's a 10-point spread. This is the game I see the biggest. But then again, Falcons, uh, I mean, you got – hey, I love Cordero Patterson, all right? He's a running back. He's a receiver now. If you can get this guy the ball, he's the kind of guy that can get a couple touchdowns, right? He can score. Um, you know, I don't mind Mariota. I don't mind these Falcons, to be honest with you, but we talk about them every year. They got a good-looking roster on paper. Less so now, obviously. Um, but, hey, if we saw anything with week one, we were saying the Bears were out of it. We were saying the Giants were out of it. We were saying the Texans were out of it. We're, we're, we're trying to mind our P's and Q's and, and bite our tongue a little bit more so now. Uh, but these Rams should handle business in the 405 slot window. I think they're going to cover. What do you think? Ah, I don't think it'll be such a steamrolled event. The Falcons should have won that game against New Orleans. True. And they did what Atlanta always does and blew it. Um, I'm not going to go with them right now, but you know, let it be known. Atlanta, just like usually, even with ice, like, they're my dark horse. I think they're going to play well late in the season. I love Cordell. Uh, I like London. I love Pitts. I really think that they've got some key pieces, and their defense is playing a little bit better, not consistently, but all you need is for things, you know, that momentum piece. Uh, but I can't, again, I know it was Buffalo last week, but this isn't a team at the caliber of Buffalo, Buffalo right now. So I'm just going to roll with the Rams because of some of their – existing accomplishments hey this is a you know a half by week i mean these rams are are very rested and that's why i believe they are going to cover moving on to seattle and san francisco we all right look let's not hold it again i'm rolling with the niners i'll just let that be known right away but I like these seahawks man i like geno smith i love that statement i love what they did to russ man that was fantastic that was just that was a shock okay that was definitely a shock this is uh you know i mean this is one of those this is one of those tight divisional games you got the only nfc west team to get the win last week and the seahawks we did not get a good look from trey lance because it was a swimming pool out there in chicago so we gotta we gotta pump the brakes a little bit on on uh, uh throwing any shade his way this is the week, though. Let's see it, Trey Lance. Let's see it, man. Because if you lose this one to Seattle and they move to two and zero, I don't, I don't know if Jimmy G is going to be coming in in week three. But you are on a little bit of uh, thin ice or or thin water uh, in on that West Coast. I'm going to go with the Niners here. A lot of people think they're going to roll. I, I don't think it's going to be that much of a roll. I like the Rams to roll this week, but I, I think this Seahawks Niners game is going to be close. Yeah, here's my prediction. I'll be off front from the get-go as well. I'm giving the very slight edge to the 49ers unless it rains again um, because I think that they're just going to hit them hard with the ground. I think that I know Adams was out for a lot of last game, but I think that's going to impact them. Um, and I think that, I, I think quite frankly, Denver gave up. You know, they made some mistakes. It wasn't all necessarily... Right. That Seahawks had won that game, so you gotta ha you gotta give respect to where it's due. Obviously, they forced the turnovers and they won that game, mm -hmm. uh, but Denver didn't uh, Denver didn't do anything to help themselves either. So, I think that this is gonna be a very very tight game, 
but I think the only one that's going to be rolling over anyone is going to be maybe Robbie Gould with like three or four field goals. <laughs> Battle of the kickers. All right, man. There I like you go. I don't, I don't mind that at all. Look, rolling on to Houston and Denver. I'm going to pick the Broncos here. Okay. This is the, this is the, the home opener. This is where Russ should cook or yeah, Broncos country. Let's ride. Whatever. I was hearing, I was hearing uh, Seahawks country. Let's fly. Uh, but but the one that I really loved was uh, I can't even remember how it went, but something about the kicker uh, just left wide, which was pretty funny because they missed that kick, uh, right? So <laughs> left left wide. So there, there's been quite a few quite a few jokes, quite a few memes with with that whole kind of thing, um, which I, I thought was was definitely uh, pretty comical. I'm gonna roll with the Broncos here, but look, I like these Texans, man. I like Mills. I like the grit. I, I like the heart that these Texans showed last week. I mean, that was that was something else. I'm not going to go and say that the Texans are going to win this game. Some people even think that that they're going to get rolled. Look, the narrative was Wilson coming in, Broncos, easy win against. Hey, good thing I didn't put a single dollar down because everything was was leaning towards a big Denver win last week. Really, really, really tough loss for them. Hope opener. Should be a different story. I, 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 the way they played last week, I don't see the Broncos balling out, but I'm I'm waiting to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I mean, I I I was, to say the least, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, through to my man Russ, uh, simmering like I don't know, there was no cooking happening. I was a little bit concerned and I'm yeah. I'm not necessarily I'm not a Broncos fan or I mean I like Elway I thought that I mean they got their quarterback they certainly spent the money um it was it was frightening man some of the calls that were made especially late now the coach owned it and he's young but that's a Packer dude like it was it was hard to see I have Houston and Lovey Smith winning this game somehow wow like, yeah, I, I told you last week that the Texans were going to play some good ball. Um, I'm not comfortable riding with any of my other other teams that I picked that are lowly. I think that the Broncos are going to be reeling, and they may think that this one is going to be easier than it is. And it's maybe another Seattle. Like I just I feel it happening, man. I I love this pick. I really do. And this is one that, you know, again, that Jaguars pick would have been a great one just with with that feel. Even though you're going against the better team, I I love it. I'm putting an asterisk next to that one, man. I am going to I'm going to be watching this one. Um I love the pick. I love it and you're 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 starting to set the tone for our upsets this year. You know, we like to let this league unfold for for 3 4 weeks before we start at least putting money down on these upsets, but <laughs> You you've got a, you've got two or three on me already. So we did both pick KC. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry. You went with the Chargers. Yep. Uh, on the Thursday night game. So I actually got one on you to start the week, but you, you still got a couple on me. You can afford to potentially lose this one. I love that pick. I love the guts. Let's move on to Arizona Vegas. All right, we're a little bit crunched for time now, but this is this is a game where I'm gonna roll with Vegas here. They look. Good at times, but hucking the ball up and it gets picked on the goal line, losing the ball, losing the ball again, final draw. I mean, they only lost by five points. They could have won that game, uh, but they 
the score was not indicative of who played better. The Raiders at times looked good. Adams, that beautiful uh, grab off the tips of the fingers for the touchdown and everything. I mean, they, they looked okay. Um, those Cardinals just looked terrible. They got whooped. I know they put up 21 points. They look absolutely terrible. Look for the Raiders to get right here at home. Home again. Not home in L.A., but uh, home in Vegas. Home opener for them uh, at Allegiant. And, uh, and, and I got them. I got them covering here for sure. Yeah, I mean, just to keep it just to keep it short for those exact same reasons. Love Vegas. I like a lot of their pieces. I think they're going in the right direction. It just mm-hmm. may take a little bit. And Arizona, I guess, played into what everybody was concerned about this offseason. Right. So. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona comes out. You don't you don't got DeAndre, but I mean. They can still ball. These guys, these guys are still a pretty good team. I don't know what's going on with them right now, but um, we got a few people around the league that that are picking Arizona to win this game. I don't know why, but I wouldn't be overly surprised because again, uh, Vegas, Vegas looked a, a little hot and cold there. So why don't why don't you lead the way here on on Cincinnati, Dallas? Um, I'm going with Cincinnati here, but there are quite a few issues going on with Dallas. Yeah, I mean, like I. I... This would be a remarkable game for Cooper Rush to pull off. Is that yeah. who's going to be starting this? Like, he's got some feet. I remember some preseason games where he had, like, two or three touchdowns on the ground. But he's want to know. That was against, you know what I mean, preseason, I don't know, preseason defensive guys. Look, I think that the Bengals need this win. I think yeah. that the Bengals want this win. And I think that the Bengals will win this game. The Cowboys – didn't do very well with Dak last week. I know it was against the Bucks, but as you were saying, like a little bit of a depleted Bucks already. So it's like they did not show up. And now they're going to be without their leader. Ugh, it just makes me nervous. So Cincinnati all the way. Rush is undefeated. I know it's one and zero, but he he is undefeated in the regular season. So the only thing I'll say about that is, man, the better back on that team is Pollard. We know that. But obviously the jersey, 21 sells, man. Everyone wants to see Zeke. They signed him to that monster contract. So he's going to be getting the ball. The only reason why Pollard had, you know, he was averaging one yard per rush is because he had a couple of trick plays and a you know loss for 10 yards, what, twice? Like, they need to give Pollard the rock and let him pound the ball. But again, that jersey sells. Everyone loves Zeke in Dallas. So that's who they're going with. But we are both pretty confident with Cincinnati uh, uh, getting right. I do not see Burrow uh, throwing that many picks. And now moving on, obviously, to the Sunday night game. Chicago, I don't mind saying, a little bit nervous playing these guys, even without Khalil Mack. It's, it, it's that offense. Um, they can put up points, uh, even if it's pouring rain. I do like Green Bay here. Look, what what's Aaron? Not 9-0? and Um with uh, with with the games after a loss, right? So Aaron does not lose two games straight. That's my main uh, main my my main point about this game. I don't think they're going to cover. I, I'm I'm a little concerned. It's going to be right down to the wire, um, and we we don't really know what Crosby's leg is going to be like this year. But um, I do like the Packers here for that stat that Aaron just simply does not lose two games in a row. It just doesn't happen. Home opener at Lambeau and that record against the Bears. What is it? 35 and four uh, right in and around there. 
I like the Packers here, obviously. But uh, those stats, you know, there's a leg to stand on there. I, yeah, I don't want to spend time because we could have a whole episode about Green Bay. Oh, yeah. Um, Packers will win. They're the better team. It's going to be super tough. Um, but the Bears aren't even running with Montgomery, but they're not letting Montgomery go. Like I said, Packers will win this one, but uh, for the Packers beating themselves, that's going to be their biggest challenge. I don't think that that's going to be these Bears yet. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I can't wait. At least, hey, it wasn't exciting to watch, but then again, last year, th- these guys just seemed to get cooked week one. We got them in prime time. Our green and gold, we're going to get to see that green and yellow on the Sunday night. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, you know, Chris Collinsworth on the call. No Al Michaels. He's obviously over at prime now, but there is nothing like Green Bay Sunday night football. It's going to be fantastic. Moving on, we got a double header here on Monday night, which is a little frustrating. One of them kicks off at 7.15 Eastern, the other one at 8.30. Obviously, we have DAZN. Obviously, you get the, the cable box and the DAZN going. You can have both games, you know, one on your phone. There are clever ways to watch both of these games. No red zone, um, but obviously, uh, it's, it's, it is a little conflicting. It is a little annoying when they do these double headers. I, I really don't like it. But then again, when you have, uh, you know, 10 games going on a Sunday, right, you know, that's that's uh, that much more. So there is a lot of football. Can't complain with it, really. The first one, Titans, Bills, Bills favored by 10. These guys impressed last week. I, I really like the Bills here. I'm rolling with the Bills. Obviously, uh, you know, it's a little bit of an issue having Gabe Davis out. Uh, that's really too bad. This guy ran amok. He was all over the place, and now he's dealing with an ankle. Does that kind of show you? Does that say that you should, I don't want to say tone it down, but, I mean, this guy was all over the place last week, and now he's out? I mean, should you maybe just gear, gear down a little bit this early in the season? We're not going to get into the whole talk about not playing in the preseason, but these guys, they played. The Bills played. The starters played. And uh, and it showed against the Rams in their house last week. That's a whole other conversation. But Bills starters should be ready to go. Uh, I, I don't think that one piece missing is going to deter them any. But tell me about Derrick Henry, man. Tell me about the Titans. Because I, I believe they could win this game, too. Um, I think I was reading a report for the last time that there was question about this. Tennessee ended up pulling it out. Um, but I think, you know, Derek had his opportunity to show everybody last week that he was their, you know, you know, one and only and that they didn't need Tannehill and blah, 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 blah. And obviously it wasn't enough. So I, I'm a Bill believer. I think Allen's great. I love, you know, I mean, I love Dawson here, Knox to step up in Gabe's absence. I think that they, uh, they had some other key pieces step up outside of Diggs just like small little receiving guys that are McKenzie that are right. good pieces, but that don't need those full-time roles. Um, so like, I really think that the bills should be fine in this one. I don't know about covering spread and whatnot, but if they ignite man, watch out. Yeah. I mean, I assumed you were going to be rolling with the bills there. That makes perfect sense. We like that. The last game on the Monday, it's a doozy. It's a tough one to pick from, actually. I'm going to roll with the Eagles at home, and that's just because they're at home. I mean, I was impressed with the Vikings. 
I don't know what Green Bay was doing there. Obviously, a little more zone defense. You should have you should have stuck Jair and shadowed uh, JJ, but that's not the scheme that they were playing with. I don't know. You know, Lafleur took that on himself. He said, "That's on me. We got to be more prepared." That's what they said last year. I don't know what they were doing against JJ. Obviously, that Eagles defense is going to be watching. Uh, you would think they're going to be watching some film from last week against the Packers, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to make a difference because, like you said, some teams are going to shadow him, some teams aren't. Right. You're going to have to – I don't know if you're going to change your philosophy to necessarily deal with the guy, but you have methods within your practice to handle things like that. So it's going to be how they handle that. It's going to be if they make too many adjustments for that. You know what I mean? If Dalvin Cook and Madison get lit up, like, I just think it's dangerous. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Eagles because, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm a little mad at the Vikings, but I also think that <laughs> – the Packers didn't play as good of a game as they should have played. And Green Bay was in that game for a lot of it. So because the Eagles won their game, because they thought that they had a strong performance and partly because I just, I'm a little mad at Green Bay, but I don't think that they played up to their potential. So I'm discrediting a little bit of that Viking stuff too. Yeah, that, that makes complete sense to me. You know what? You got a couple on me last week. I managed to get one back by rolling with rolling with the Chiefs here. And that was eh, not not too great of a game, but definitely a couple uh, couple fun moments in that one for sure. We differ on three more this week. You're rolling with the Panthers. I'm rolling with the Giants. You are taking the Bucks. I'm going to keep rolling with those Saints, the kryptonite of Tom Brady. Yep. And you, my friend, I'm going to have to come up with a huge upset in the next week or two to match you taking the Texans because – that is just that is gutsy. I love it. I haven't had an upset pick yet, but here we are. It's only week two. There's going to be some more madness, and you are inspiring me, my friend, to jumping uh, in to there, bud. Maybe let the hair down a little bit, right? <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta loosen up. Oh, I'm a little I'm a little nervous. Might even be a little insecure with a couple of my picks after last week. I went seven and nine. You went nine and seven. Little embarrassing. I know there's some people who get paid a lot of money who had an even worse record than, than we did last week. So it'll humble you. Tell me, who is your lock of the week? Ah, so I'm going to roll with the Steelers. I'm going to roll with the Colts. And I am going to roll with the Browns for my locks. All right, give me one lock of the week. That's your parlay? All right. So sorry, you're... sorry, sorry. That's my parlay. My bad. So uh, Steelers, my... give me the other two again. Let me get these down here. Sorry. Browns, yep. Colts, and Steelers for my parlay. I like that. Browns. And you're just going straight up money line on these, right? This isn't covering. These are just straight up. Straight up. You like Colts, Browns, and Steelers straight up. Straight up. I like that. Myself, I'm going to go spread this week. I like New Orleans plus two and a half. They might not win, but I, I would love to see that just be one or two points at the end. Gosh, those are fun when it's not even three points. Yep. I, I like Seattle at plus nine and a half Ooh. here. Yeah, I, I really like I really like uh, at least the thought. Again, I need to take my own advice. You don't pick what you want. You, you, you pick what you think is going to happen, not what you want to happen, okay? That can really bite you in betting. Um, but this is just a good storyline, I, I, I would say. It's a fun one. And then I'm, I'm actually going to go with Vegas covering the spread five and a half. But my lock of the week this week, it's biased. It's also 
not biased. I'm going with the Packers as my lock of the week. Just coming back to that stat, man. Aaron Rodgers does not lose two games in a row. And I'm telling you right now, if they lose this game, they are, they are, it's early in the season, but they are in big trouble. I'm not even over exaggerating. You go down to 0 2 with the Bears at 2 0. I'm sorry, that's big trouble. Bears at 2 0, maybe Vikings at 2 0. Yeah, yep. like for that reason, I try, and even in fantasy, like we haven't touched on that much, but like I try not to take players on my team because I don't want to be cheer cheering for them. I just want them to win the Super Bowl and go home and they can be with their wives and families for the whole rest of their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll gamble on other folks. But for my lock of the week, I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. I think they take Rush, give him his first loss, and the NFL is a start or whatever. Um, but I think that that one should be comfortably handled by Cincinnati. Yeah, I love that lock of the week. That definitely makes sense all around. Mitch, enjoy the football, my friend. Hey, I know we ran a little bit over time, but it was worth it for me. No, we're about we're about <laughs> almost half an hour under last week, okay? We're just coming up to the 50-minute mark here. So we try to keep it minimum 30. We're trying not to hit that hour mark, okay? Nobody wants to just hear us ramble on and on and on. So as long as we're right around that, you know, 40, 50-minute mark, that's that's really good. So uh, feeling, good about, feeling good about our picks. Really excited for the football. And uh, enjoy your day on the couch. Yes, sir. You as well, man. Talk to you next week.